0: Ready, set, go! Welcome back to the EV Diaries, the place where we discuss electric vehicles in small town America. I hope you are continuing to enjoy the holiday season. I saw an article over the weekend on Electric, which is one of the websites that I frequent, saying that Tesla superchargers will need displays. I thought, okay, cool. So I flagged it to read later. I thought it might be some interesting podcast fodder one day. Then yesterday, a colleague of mine forwarded an article from eenews.com news.com. On what I realized prompted the Tesla article. If you have ever pumped gas, I am sure you have seen the ubiquitous testing sticker. Every state has one. Basically saying that this gas pump has been measured and tested and inspected. So that when you pump a gallon of gas, you are getting a gallon of gas. In Kentucky, that's overseen by the Department of Agriculture. So I started doing some research into this, and it's a test for consumer protection based on the NIST Handbook 44. NIST stands for the National Institute of Standards and Technology. I then realized that the Department of Agriculture is one of the biggest consumer protection agencies In America. I mean they oversee everything from our vegetables to our meat to our gasoline pumps. And it's a little-known fact that the Rural Utility Service, which oversees the government loans provided to co-ops, they're also in charge of making sure that our construction standards are uniform across the nation. They're actually part of the USDA, the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So there you go. The Department of Agriculture has your back. Now, California took a look at the NIST Handbook 44, and they've determined that electricity is a motor vehicle fuel and is subject to the NIST 44 testing protocol. They also went as far as to say, and this is based on the NIST-44, that assessing a fee for charging time is an erroneous way to dispense fuel. The NIST says that the kilowatt hour or megajoule is the only acceptable measure of energy. The new rule also says in California That charging stations have to have a display on the charger. Now there's pushback on this because in the case of Tesla, it sends the charging information to the display inside the car. And there's also apps from other manufacturers that will provide the same information to your smartphone. But the Division of Measured Systems in California says nope. The device has to be on the equipment owned by the supplier. Apparently, they feel that making the consumer provide a display, either, like I said, on smartphone or in the car, is not their responsibility, and that responsibility should fall back on the people that own the supply equipment. What's interesting about this is, if I read it correctly, utility-owned stations are exempt from these rules. So, looking at what this means, that means that Tesla has to incorporate some sort of display at their superchargers in California. They're already, by my understanding, charging per kilowatt hour, charging for the energy delivered. So... That's a change they won't have to make. All others that are assessing a fee for charging based on time will have to completely change their modus operandi because, guess what, it's now against the law. It also means that these devices, these charging stations, must be tested for accuracy to ensure that when you are being billed for energy, by the kilowatt hour that you are actually receiving the correct amount of energy. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here because in Kentucky, the PSC requires that we take a statistical sampling of all of our meters every year. And there's a very detailed protocol on how to do this, what records need to be maintained, how often, the test equipment, how often it's calibrated, and the testing standard has to be sent off and verified. So, it's it's a very detailed protocol. And, if you've listened to the podcast, the chargers that are on our system, the three charge point chargers anyway, are on the secondary side of the meter at a couple of hotels on our system. The Tesla supercharger has its own meter So we can pull that meter and test it to make sure that the delivery is accurate there. Of course, that doesn't tell us if all six chargers are delivering accurately. But in the case of the hotels and the charge point chargers, they're on the secondary side of the meter. There is no way for us to know exactly how much energy those are delivering without adding a second meter The point I want to make that in Kentucky, if we had to follow this rule that California is now implemented, there would have to be a protocol for testing to make sure that the stations are accurate. Then that comes back to who is responsible for the testing, when and how often is it going to be tested, and what happens when it's wrong. Because you have multiple users using these stations How do you identify if there's restitution to be made or something along those lines? How do you identify exactly who gets what? Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's a way. And then one other question. Who oversees this? Is it the Public Service Commission or is it the Department of Agriculture who oversees the gas pumps? Accuracy is important and needs to be in place, testing needs to be in place, to ensure consumer protection. I don't see that having a station display is any more critical than what can be displayed in inside the car or on an app. Testing and measuring may become more complicated than is absolutely necessary. I do think that energy measurement is a better way to go than... A time-based measurement, but I definitely think there needs to be a move your car fee, which if you've listened to the podcast, I have had this discussion with our management several times. We are still charging based on an hourly rate and not for energy delivered. And another problem, and this is not quite related to this, but in a roundabout way is... There's no way to control icing or charge blocking. There are no enforceable rules that's saying that a car sitting in a spot designated for EV charging has to be charging or even has to be an EV. So at some point, maybe there needs to be some sort of legislation to where at least these cars could be ticketed. But that's a discussion for another day. And like I said, it's only quasi-related to what we've been talking about. I think eventually this ideal will probably trickle down to all the states. California seems to lead the way in thinking when it comes to this kind of thing. It will probably be in a modified form. So all I can say is good luck to California. Um, of course, in my experience, it seems that anytime time that there's legislation that there's always a cost associated with the enforcement and anytime that happens, the expense gets passed down to the end user, which in this case is the EV owners. The EV revolution is here and you can see we're still working out some details, but admit it, it's already been a fun ride.